How are you doing today, Jason? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? This book, I, radio people, uh, even even closet singers are going to be latching onto this because we all want to know how do those singers create those voices and how do they protect them? Absolutely. For you to be this up close and personal with such a private question, because in reality, you can't just walk up to Tony Bennett saying, yo, dude, what you doing to keep that thing so nice and fresh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, that was the that was one of the main inspirations for the book is that is that uh, by a, cha- a certain chain of events, when I had just started singing and I had been a drummer my whole life and I kind of got forced into being the singer for my band and I was at a bar at a party and I was at a bar and I ended up spending a bunch of time with Eddie Vedder at this bar. And when we finished our conversation at the end of the night and he walked away, I went, Oh my God, I just started singing for my band. I don't know what I'm doing. And I didn't ask Eddie Vedder how he's not (laughs) blowing his voice out every night. I got to, I got to figure this out. And so it set me on this path of like, let me just get to all my heroes and ask them how they're doing this. And also, doing it in a way where it's not technical, but that it could still be fun for music fans to read, you know, so that you, you don't have to be a singer to dig the book. Yep. You can just be a fan of music and you're laughing at all the stories and all the neurosis. Well, Jason, I've always told people that, you know, that we live in this world where we accept people speaking out of tune. To me, speaking is just like singing. If you're out of tune, you're out of tune. And so many times I, I don't think people are even speaking correctly. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's you know there's there's two camps on that too you know there's some there's some singers that that aren't in tune all the time or, or pitchy or whatever yeah. it is but they're still beautiful you know i mean t- t- people like tom waits or neil young or you know those untraditional voices um you know nick cave or whatever that you, you wouldn't exactly think of as like you know the sam cook or donny hathaway but they still bring this beauty with them because of the brokenness and the fragile nature of the voice. So I celebrate that in this as well. And it's great to hear from, from a bunch of these people to talk about that. You making that transition from the drums to lead vocalist, my God, that had to be a change in the, in your breathing pattern, because when you're doing those drums and you're singing, you're using two different types of uh, lung muscles there. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that the, I think the drummer is the coolest person in the (laughs) band and, uh, you know, so to go from being the coolest person in the band to being the guy that's like, oh God, you know, the singer who's got to like put on the show. It just is so different from what I would, you know, naturally gravitate to. But once I started, and once I started doing it, it was a real struggle for a while. And, and, you know, we all still struggle with it. Even the singers in this book, the biggest names in music still struggle in their own ways. And so it's really fascinating to read about that and to, to see, you know, what people do to try to help themselves and, you know, uh, how they survive. How did they survive those moments where, because my, my parents were so guilty of, of judging other people. Well, you didn't hear them when they were really good. They're, they're just showing up on the stage right. today. And it's like, oh, my God, you just called them a used to be dad. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there's so many singers that talk about this in, in the book as well. Just the, the aging and how the voice changes. And some people love where their voice is at now and love how it's changed and some people are kind of bummed and you know that they that it's not where it used to be but realize that this is the only instrument yeah think about this if you're in a band the singer has the only instrument 
that changes with time <laughs> or that changes with climate or temperature or if there was too much air conditioning on or if you got in a fight with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever, that can, you know, Ozzy talks about, hey, if I had a fight with Sharon, uh, you know, it. before I go on stage, that might ruin my voice yep. because you're holding tension in your throat. You know, so there's all these little fragile things that, that you don't think about when you just see somebody up there kind of in the glory of the spotlight. You don't know how insane they are in their head at that moment. <laughs> yeah, and the different regions in the country. Because if you're coming into the South, you're going to be getting a bunch of junk in that trunk, man, is what you're going to be getting in that throat. And if you don't take care of it here in the South, you're going to be out there, you know, spitting all over that stage. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, even in the West, if it's too dry. Yes. You know, so, you know, the desert or whatever. So it's just, it's, it's so crazy what singers have to go through. And it's really entertaining to read about people's struggles. And also the the glory when they when they do have these moments of you know where they're where they're really killing it. It's just uh, it, it's really fun. And I do want to say that that uh, you know all the all my royalties from the book are going to benefit yes. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital Thank through a, a campaign I started called Music Gives to St. Jude Kids because my grandfather founded St. Jude, and so it is a way of, of taking care of the kids and their families as well. Wow. And you give us such a deep, unique touch when it comes to music. It helps us respect those musicians even more. Now, my question is, are we born with a beautiful voice or like radio people, we are taught how to use these voices in order to to become part of what they need for their radio stations? Um, you know, I don't know if there is an answer. I mean, you're born with your voice. You only have the voice you have. But what you do with that voice and, and, you know, whether it's training yeah. or not training, um, you know, it's sort of, that's what makes this fascinating is that everybody's, there's no one way and that everybody's got their own journey through it, but you can read these things and go, Oh, I love that. I'm taking yep. that with me. Yep. Like that's going on tour with me now, you know? Um, but I think, uh, you know, does Bruce Springsteen have, is he born with that Bruce Springsteen voice or did he need to belt it out in clubs in New Jersey to find it? And, to and to, you know, you know, it's about, there's, I ask a lot of the singer, I ask every singer in the book, how they found their own voice. And so that's an interesting thing is like how they came to this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of singers will say, I don't even know if I've found it yet. Yeah. So that's, it's fascinating. Well, what about you at the front of that stage? How are you making that connection with that audience? Because, I mean, even, you know, they, on America's Got Talent, they'll sit there and say, anybody can sing a song, but can you make a connection? How did you make that connection? Right. And I would say to that, I, Tom Petty is never, Tom Petty is not passing the audition for America's Got Talent. <laughs> and you're not going to sit here and tell me that Tom Petty doesn't have one of the most beautiful voices on right, the planet right. and that Tom Petty doesn't connect. Tom Petty connects more than because to me in this book is really about this in a big way. Um, it's about soul and, and there's such a major difference between tech being a technically great singer, being able to, you know, hit all those crazy high notes and be perfectly on pitch. That means nothing, absolutely nothing because Tom Waits will floor you <laughs> with having none of that, you know, because what he's bringing to the party is soul. And so it's really about connecting to your soul. Are you being authentic? Are you speaking your truth? I think it's just like any human being, you know, you can, you can spot the BS a, a, 
a mile away. But if you're being really honest, I think that comes through, you know, and I think that's a, it's it's about connecting to your soul. And I think that's what people respond to. I can't thank you enough for this book. I, I wish I had 25, 30 minutes with you because what you, you know, what you're sharing is a journey where people can learn from this, especially when it comes to, you know, vocal exercises and things like that, that, that I know that you dive into these things, especially with Brian Adams and with, with Roger Daltrey and stuff. It's such a phenomenal book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's guys like Brian that have, you know, incredible, uh, vocal vocal things and then there's guys like roger that they're not necessarily doing uh it's not like roger's doing vocal exercises but he's teaching you other stuff yep you know it's about attitude and behavior and what you know (laughs) and how he approaches being one of the pioneers of you know rock and roll early on you know so it's, it's it's incredible to just hear everybody's different approach but it's also not technical right you know it's not a it's not like you glaze over when you're reading it. It's made to, it's made for music fans to read and to enjoy. And for music fans, it not, you know, it's a resource guide for singers, but also music fans that don't sing will have a blast reading it because you're just loving all the stories and, you know, hearing sides of the, these singers that you've never heard before. Wow. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. Jason, the door is always going to be open for you. Uh, thanks so much. Will you be brilliant today, okay, sir? Uh, you too, brother.